Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Whiskey Geeks. My name is Tim. And I'm Alex, and we are two brothers on a quest to finally explore the multiverse of madness. Ooh, we are. We're like nine and a half months late on it. <laughs> but I, I mean, finally watched it. <laughs> I was going to say, this is what happens when you combine a pandemic with a pregnancy and a newborn. Is yeah. You don't get to go out to a movie theater, and you nope. have to wait for things to show up on streaming services. Yeah, so finally on <laughs> Disney Plus, and and then we waited a couple weeks because Kenobi was happening, and that yep. was more important. But hey, we're here. We're going to talk Doctor Strange. But you know what we haven't done in a long time, Alex? Uh, I think I know what you're going to say. Uh, I don't talk think whiskey. We've... Yeah, <laughs> we haven't <laughs> maybe, really maybe talked talk... whiskey or other than like hey what are you drinking tonight while we talk about star wars um yeah. so we're actually going to talk and do a quick kind of review of a brand new whiskey that mm-hmm. i've had two small glasses you my friend just cracked this son of a bitch for the I first did. time tonight um and it's also and we're i mean it's not an official pairing but i think it does work um because this is a strange one um <laughs> We recently, well, we are paying members, I guess, of the Mo Whiskey Society, the Malt of the Earth Whiskey Society, and their society club bottlings have delivered. Yes. 18 months later. They certainly have. Here we go. Yeah. So, Alex, tell us a little bit about the Mo folks and what what it is we got our hands on. Yeah. So the the Mo Whiskey Society was founded by who I can now call my buddy Matt, uh, who's yeah. uh, actually up here in Ottawa. And he started this just with the idea of sort of getting a community of like-minded whiskey drinkers and collectors and enthusiasts together. And lo and behold, here we are a number of years later where they've got their own club bottles um, private casks and they are sort of bringing the heat with uh, these amazing bottlings that they're that they're offering year after year so this is uh, this is our first year although like, like we're yes. in year two but this is our first year of getting the club bottles I was introduced to this through another buddy up here of mine Dan who has been a member for a few years. So I was lucky enough to be able to sample some previous offerings of theirs in exchange for some stuff I had on my shelf. So, and and after trying those, and I, I can't specifically remember, one was a Black Adder, um, mm-hmm. Cast Strength. Uh, I, I believe it was rather peaty. Um, so of course I loved it. And when, you know, we just got... Uh, we, we sort of got chatting with with Matt over Instagram, and uh, you know who's you know he's an amazing guy. So we've you know we've chatted the the three of us, and um, we were able to get in on the the membership side of things uh, back in twenty twenty one for yeah. their twenty twenty one club bottles, and they had three. Uh, three private cask offerings that they were able to deliver. And this year, this first, is the first. Sorry. Well, I was just going to say, I was just going to jump into it, but you go ahead. 
yeah, I was just going to say, I'm just, I'm on a roll. I'm filibustering. Um, this is the first year that they actually, they created and all the bottles have their own labels, which look absolutely stunning. Uh, they've got their, you know, their logo right up on the top. And yeah, so this is an audio format, so I'm not really going to, you know, hold up the <laughs> bottle and whatever, but trust us, they look great. Um, Go on our Instagram at the whiskey. There it is. We will post a, f- a nice photo of all three. Um, on the heels of this episode releasing. So you can see the gorgeous labels. There it is. That we got. But what are the three bottles that we got, sir? So tonight we are doing a 2008. Now, I hope I pronounced this right because it's not a distillery that either of us are very familiar with. Uh, Daluane. Daluane. Yeah. Um, For real had never heard of it. Yeah. So, and I mean, and the reason is, is you've got the exact percentage, but it's a very, it's a workhorse distillery for Diageo and very high nineties percent of their stuff goes into blends. So it's yeah. according to, according to Matt, who we were having a conversation when we got these, um, he says about 98% of their production goes out to blends like Johnny Walker. Um, so they pump out a lot of volume, but they do very, very low uh, volumes yeah. or low amounts of single single malts that they actually sell under their own under their own yeah. label. Uh, you know, similar to other workhouse distilleries, if you will, like Blair Athol or uh, Ben Ben Rines uh, or Ben Reens, uh, Tianic yeah. Strathmill yes. stuff like that. Yeah, Linkwood yeah. is another one. Um, but with all these like different whiskey clubs and whiskey societies and people doing and like you know, we've kind of dubbed this the independent, the year of the independent bottler. Mm-hmm. Like that's where you can find a lot of these distilleries. Um, Cause a lot of those folks, like it's just, it's so expensive to go out and buy a cask of Laphroaig or Lagavulin, or you can't, they just won't even sell them to yeah. you, but you can go to these kind of workhorse distilleries, these distillers who produce stuff for blends who have a very, very good product. Um, and you can just buy a cask from them and then slap your own, label on it and bottle it yourself so yeah this has been really fun for us this is like a whole other world has opened up with all these distilleries that like i'd never heard of and then all of a sudden we're being able or we're able to try to try them through these through these bottling services and whiskey clubs which is fantastic absolutely so yeah so this one is a it's for it's a space side and do you have and this one the other thing is you don't often get these type of bottles coming in at 57.5 percent abv but that's what this is so you are going to be getting all of the i mean just all those notes all the flavor profile it's just going to be dialed right up so like you said this i just cracked this and i've had this sitting in my glass here for about half an hour and Mm. i've nosed it a couple times but why don't you go ahead? Can you just you've got the tasty notes there that uh, that Matt sent us. Uh, yeah, I mean, so basically, what he kind of said, and f- for like everybody and like the four, you know, the four gents who run this, Matt, Sean, Brent, and Daryl. Um, big shout outs to Daryl for driving down to London with <laughs> with my <laughs> bottles. Appreciate that, buddy. Um, they were they like just had a real hard time with this, and he's just said it's really weird. Um, when I first had it too, I did have that same kind of thought of just kind of a, huh, this is an interesting whiskey. It's really kind of hard to place 
anything. Again, I haven't tasted it tonight. Um, I'm kind of talking while you're doing your little first little sips of this and kind of formulating some ideas. But if my memory serves me correctly, I do remember tasting some like vanilla and some sweetness to it. But then there was also something coming in the back end. Maybe I wrote it down of our conversation. Um, but uh, I remember really liking it, even though it's strange. The one thing that he says that they always keep coming up with is like Twizzlers. They keep coming up with like Twizzlers is like a common thing that people say. Um, yeah, I'm I don't getting... know. What did you think off of your initial sip? And you talk for a little bit. I'm going to try one. Yeah, so the nose is weird. Like like just like you said, it's like it's not overly like it's certainly not spicy. I mean, space eyes are not known for, you know, having a lot of spice, but it it does have does have some like like floral, like fruity floral notes on the nose, but they're like they're so intermingled that it it's hard to pin down something. It's not like you can say um, oh, like, the, you know, it's like a field of fresh wildflowers or it's like green, green apples. It's, it's not that. Um, I do get the, yeah. the initial thing I got on, on the palate was a bit of sweetness, but then it was almost, it was like a creamy, like it was, it was almost creamy and floral after that. Um, so yeah, I found my notes and then after having a sip, I totally immediately, it came back is sweet but also savory but there is this herb herbaceous herbal note to it yeah and that's what i really get when i go back to nosing it after first taste i really kind of get some some like herbs and that's really strange still get some sweetness but it's i do remember this too and i remember my wife tasted it as well and she was like this is really oily mm -hmm. and again we always hate saying that like what's the mouthfeel in a whiskey because it oh. just is gross um <laughs> But it really is. It's an oily, oily whiskey. And I think my actual note to the to Matt was like, it's both simple and plain and straight down the middle, but also really weird and complex and layered at the same time, which makes no sense because those are contradicting points. But that's how I explained it on my first glass. It's well, like it's like a bourbon. It, like it kind of tastes just like you're straight up, kind of like that um, 80 Rattray Tobermory that I've got. Oh, yeah. Right, which is like a really, really strong Tobermory, which is just bourbon-aged whiskey. And I'm just like, yeah, it's a bourbon barrel-aged, high-quality single malt whiskey. And that's kind of what you get. There's nothing crazy about it. You're not getting, like, smoked meat and all this fun stuff that you can get in, like, peated or some other stuff. And, like, this has notes of that. But then also the more you – the more time you spend with this one, the more you find in it, which I find really interesting. Yeah, I could see adding – like adding a teaspoon of water to this and yeah, it's hot as shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, 57. It tastes like 57 and a half for sure. It does. And Strong. that, yeah. and that oily, that oily feel certainly like makes that even more present. Right. So yeah. for me, my tongue is tingly and yeah. I'm, it's going to take me a minute to be able to like really to kind of go into the depth and pull out some of those other notes and i think that's why what you said a second ago actually makes a lot of sense because i think with a teaspoon of water this would be a this, this could be a down the middle space side whiskey mm -hmm. um i i'm not i'm not a big fan of putting 
water into my cast strength whiskeys because I enjoy having my taste buds burn off and then being able to explore all the layers that that brings. So, but thankfully with a, since we all have, you know, including the whiskey dad and our, his uh, good buddy and our friend, the whiskey rad, since we all have a bottle of this and we don't have to share samples with each other, I think we're going to be able to experiment uh, with this one a little bit as it opens up and yep. and breathes, so I'm I'm very much looking forward to this. I really like the nose on this. Yeah, the more the more time I spend with it, the the more I like it. And I then I was gonna say I think when we when we do get onto our do a, like a, an actual big review, our plan is to we're gonna do like a big review of all three of these at the same time. Yeah, and I think at that point it's like we'll plot it out. We'll actually have two glasses of each of them, one with like a little bit of water, so that we can actually taste all three yeah. of these with water now i can tell you um so the other two that were in this delivery or this purchase that they had this year there was a um an unnamed orkney distillery now why can't sometimes when you're buying a cask they mm. don't want you to use the name of said distillery because of naming rights or right what have you right i think and this is just my opinion, mm-hmm. so no one come after me. I actually think that it's a cost thing. I think you can say that it is a, from a certain distillery, but they probably want you to pay for it. Yes. So they want you to pay for those naming rights. But <clears throat> all I'll say is... Well, let, let's just say, let's give an example. So say, for example, you wanted mm-hmm. to, I don't know, like say procure a cask from... Highland Park. I'm just off oh, the top okay. off the top of my head. I've just you said Orkney, right. and that's where my brain goes. So let's just say mm. you wanted to get a Highland Park because you happen to quite like that distillery, right. and Highland Park said, "Well, you can have one, but if you want to call it a Highland Park, it'll cost you an extra ten thousand dollars." Right. Right. So I, well, I mean, if if that was me, and I was running some, uh, you mm. know, a, a club that was procuring casks, I would probably say. I could just come up with something that sounds relatively Norse and I would just call it that and then just call it, you know, an Orkney distillery. Um, You know, fortunately, there's so many distilleries up in Orkney that if you were to buy it, no one would ever know where this came from. I mean, there's there's no way to narrow down. I mean, it might as well be, I mean, it might as well be a Spaceside at this point with the amount of distilleries in Orkney. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Just, there's so mind, many mind boggling. The amount. So yeah. we'll never know where this is from. Mm-mm. Nope. Which we don't no know which Orkney way. distillery wanted Mm-mm. them to pay more to nope. name it, so they just called it an Orkney. Um, yeah. But I will say, I opened it, mm. and it is very good. And how can I say this? It really tastes like a cask strength Orkney whiskey. Oh. Does it have maybe some of those, like you know, it's sweet, it's heathery it's, notes. It's kind like of an, got like a heathery peated note to it. There's oh. like a little bit of smokiness to it. That's pretty indicative of all of the distilleries on Orkney. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, I remember so reading if you like, mm-hmm. you know, if you if you like a dis, if you like your distilleries on Orkney, of which of course there are dozens, many, um, many, many. Uh, then you will really like this one. You mm. haven't cracked it yet, but uh, I think I, as I as a fan of all of those Orkney of your mm. you know 
constantly collecting Orkney whiskeys. I, I do have um, a fair number. I do like right. that sweet, sweet, smoky, heathery notes because yeah, there's no trees on Orkney. Exactly. So they have to. It's, yeah. I mean. It's uh, so it's very good. Uh, nice. And the, I, honestly, I don't know why I haven't cracked it yet because it's just staring me in the face. And I think I've been waiting to crack it with someone that I know right. is going to enjoy it as much as myself. And right. I know my wife is not the biggest fan of other Orkney whiskeys uh, that, that she's <laughs> had. Believe we've kept this bit up so long. <laughs> Matt, um, Matt will be like killing himself laughing and a whole bunch of other people will just not care. But that's fine. A lot of people won't uh, get it, and then the people who do get it will enjoy it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, the third one I haven't cracked, and you haven't, and I think that's the one that's the most shocking that we haven't mm-hmm. cracked because this one they did name it, and it's from Buna, mm-hmm. our favorite distillery. But not only is it a single cask Bunnahabin, it is a heavily peated Bunnahabin, which they a don't do very often, but b any peated Buna that we've had, we have absolutely loved. Yeah. I.e. the Trebonic mm-hmm. or the Teutonaga. Yeah. Um, and I bl- like some of the Moina, yep. like facial releases have been peated. You know, I we've been fortunate enough because of knowing Mike Breezeball and his awesomeness. You know, we're able to get into some Buna tastings that he he had running with some peated. Like he, there was a, a peated Bordeaux. Oh, that's right. Unbelievable. Um, so anytime Buna does do Pete, they do it really well. Well, even but, that um, um, even that travel, that travel exclusive that uh, oh, I was just right. able to procure, right? That one, that's peated as well. And that was really yeah. good. But it was not really. a cast strength peated. It's not a cask strength peated. And, and it's not heavily peated. Heavily peated. So what we were kind of anticipating coming into this was like oh is the stoisha which is what the what it's called bunahabin stoisha is this bunahabin being like hey i see you bricklotti yeah i see what you i see what you're doing with that octomore okay what's up over there (laughs) daddy big daddy bunahabin's gonna give this a shot if you if you think you can do it maybe we can dip a let's dip a toe into these waters Uh, i'm very excited and i'm very excited too yeah maybe because I'm going to be down your neck of the woods next week. Oh, let's do and it. And maybe I'll bring my bottle and you bring your bottle and we'll side by side crack our bottles and we'll enjoy that together. Yeah, that sounds uh, pretty great. I was going to say I'm coming up to your neck of the woods at the end of August. Yes, you are. Um, I'm not waiting that long. But... I'm going to the cottage for two weeks in August. <laughs> it is a hundred percent going to be cracked there. That's true. Oh, by the, by the way, and I'm just putting this out uh, in the world so that if he listens it's now on record i've already reached out we are going to hang out with mike when i'm up there oh i should hope so <laughs> for the amount of times i've sent you a picture from his basement with like yeah, a middle finger it. being like haha yeah i know <laughs> look what i'm drinking yeah um oh, also um we need to back like back step a little bit just we didn't mention yeah, yeah. the name of the orkney thing uh of the orkney bottle did you oh right so we no Okay, so you had said it it should sound, you know, because it's from Orkney, maybe giving it something a bit Norse or Viking-like. So, so yeah, it is called? Frigg. 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 Could be one of uh, Thor's running mates. 
I mean, only if you oh, I mean, wanted it to sound like a distillery sure. that sometimes used on occasion Norse mythology oh, to name their whiskeys. No, I mean, on occasion, <laughs> maybe, maybe there's one out there that uh, is named after some some type of Norse myth. Uh, myth. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, I'm um, uh, I'm quite liking this this uh, Dalloway, yeah, and now that really you now that you've said Twizzlers, see. I don't know if that's so just my brain I, doing that thing. Right. You know, that's the thing, the association. I don't know if I would have gotten there myself, but knowing that's what they've all said too, I, I kind of had the same thing. And I was wondering if that was like, cause there's like a, it's almost waxy. Well, I was, you know what you I know said? Mean? Like that, like creamy, oily. Well, I, yeah. I said, I said like creamy sweetness and that, yeah, like that waxy nature. Maybe that would have been a bit better of a word, but again, yeah. now that it's just sitting in my head. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's go from this Hardy madness uh, that go. is this whiskey, and let's go over and finally chat about. I mean, what we're not going to do is do a beat by beat walkthrough of this movie and all the different things that happen. No, God, no. Um, a, it's been out for nine months, so or whatever it is. So we're it's, it's yeah. not a. I mean, it's an instantish reaction, but it's more of a. I really, I'm kind of bullying you into this. I was like, I need to, I need to, uh, full disclosure, I need to vent about that's, this movie a little bit. That's what I thought. Because um, after you watched it, you said, what did you think? <laughs> and my reply yeah. was, well, I liked it. It was an, you know, it was an enjoyable couple hours. Why? What did you think? And you went, <sighs> Yeah. I think my actual, so I texted a couple of people, like our buddy Corey, um, yeah. who listens to the show. Thanks, Corey. He was like, have you watched it? Have you watched it? And I was like, no, why? And, you know, I was able to avoid almost every spoiler. Oh, which, by the way, we're just going to talk about details. So if you haven't seen it, whatever. There's your spoiler. Whatever. Word. We beat you. Um, ha. Yeah. The only thing that I, that got spoiled was I, someone posted a picture of Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic on mm-hmm. Instagram. So it's kind of like, oh, okay. Like I had kind of, I'd heard grumblings that he was in the running for a casting. So I'm like, oh, okay, that's what else. So that was like the only thing that really kind of got quote unquote spoiled for me. Um, and so I'd ask like, what did you think? And he's like, well, I've watched it three times. And I was like, okay, he must've liked it. Yeah. And then after I watched it, I, I think I texted him. Why did you watch this movie three times? It is so mediocre. And his, I think his response was just like, I was trying to find something to like. Oh, wow. And I was like, okay, I'll give you that. Because wow. is it okay? We'll just get into it. Is It's not bad. It's not the worst MCU movie no. by any means. Uh, Thor The Dark World is far worse. Um, and I still like that movie. Well, ish. You'll still watch it. Um, yeah. Will I go and watch this one again? I'm thinking of trying to trying to watch it again just to see if i can get some stuff that i I liked out of it but there was a lot of stuff i didn't like about this movie unfortunately Hmm. um mainly yeah go ahead uh, mainly what really bugged me was how how they treated wanda from a sense of all of the 
two things. One, all of the like growth that her character had and at the end of WandaVision, they just fucking drove a truck over all of that. Yeah. Because it just that like that all meant nothing. Yeah. Like her the remorse she felt, the the sadness that she I mean, the sadness is there. We can get to that. But like the acceptance and the character growth of like vision is gone. I don't have kids. Yeah. That life is gone. I hurt a lot of people. This it's, it's not okay. (laughs) You know, she accepted it. She was able to move on. Yeah. Like we did all of that. And then this just came in with a giant dry erase brush and was like, nah, she's still pissed off and she's going to fucking murder hundreds of people. Billions. Like straight billions of murder. people. Well, yeah, I mean, but like we see her just straight up murdering people at the Car- sanctum. At Carmitage. Or Car- Carmitage, sorry. Yeah. Like just absolutely murdering people. And I'm like, what was the fucking point of... Yeah of WandaVision then. So that, and then also, and this was a point that was brought up on a, on a podcast, but it, it really, it, I was wondering, I was like, why, why is this not sitting well with me? And then when I heard this, I was like, this is a very, very good point. It just, it really does kind of bug me that the ends or the justification for all of the murder (laughs) is I'm a mom Oh yeah. And I love my kids. Whereas like not to get on a soapbox or anything, but like, it's just so it's, it's weird to me how the movies and films have, and especially like comic book movies and stuff, like they've used fatherhood as a way of character growth. Yeah. And like, look at Tony Stark, how much he changed when he had a kid and how much of a better person he was. Yeah. And all these things with like, fatherhood changes you and fatherhood makes you a better person yeah and then here comes wanda she's just a crazy mom who's going to murder a lot of people for the love of her kids it just seemed really really weird and again of her made handled of her made up kids yeah so yeah they yeah it it would have been that that's it would have been one thing if they were real kids that she lost and then she was trying to go across the multiverse and kidnap those kids, trick other versions of her kids to then destroy another version of herself to get them back. Seems, seems odd, but so, yeah. so here's my question just with all of this and it's in the same vein. Are we supposed to believe that Wanda fell and this was all mm. her or were we supposed to believe that this was the Darkhold's work that took right. control of her and then used her despair and sadness to twist her to then try and do this? And does it matter? So I think that's going... Well, I think it matters. I don't think they did that properly. I think it is... I think the way that they're going to get themselves out, out of this pickle, yeah. <laughs> because Wanda's... She's coming back... People as a love character. Her. I mean, people love her. She's a, well, she's a she's, fucking Avenger for God's sake. Yeah. Can't just have one of the main Avengers break bad and that's it. And then she's gone forever. So she's going to come back. Um, and I think the way that they're going to justify this 
movie is that oh it was just the dark hold yeah and strange but figured I just, I it don't out think that, i just don't think they did a good enough job yeah explain that and here's another thing and and then we'll go on to some stuff that we actually liked because there was some stuff that i liked and it was you know yeah. we'll get an actual dr strange side of things not just wanda um but he was kind of the supporting how, actor in his own movie 100 percent. but like here's a and again i don't write movies i don't make these things i'm just a friggin real estate agent who drinks whiskey and talks about the stuff on a podcast but how do you not have vision talk to her like oh, one of the other multiverse a... visions how do you not have how do you not like do you know how much emotional weight that would have held that's such a like good that would have been point like how do you like just once as she's f- flipping through multiverses vision and yeah. like having be like hey the fuck are you doing like we had that with um oh and i already forget rachel mcadams character name claire uh claire christine we, like we got that christine 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 it's christine <laughs> knew it started with a c we get that with we get that with strange and christine yeah in in that one like they've got and like and strange has this big cathartic moment and the moment where it's like i love you in all universes blah 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 yeah like why do you bring fucking vision in to talk to wanda like talk her off the cliff hey strange go find vision in these other multiverses and go find vision to talk her down as opposed to clearly you trying to talk her down yeah so who are we supposed to believe bug me so are we like was vision the dad in all these other multiverses yeah i think he's a goddamn robot so Mm. so in her little made-up fantasy world where he was a, a human-ish, right. he was the dad. But yeah. in all these other realities, I mean, were they also That's a really good question. just projections? Like, are, That's a good question. I, I don't know. That kind of falls apart. I don't know. Don't think about <laughs> it too much. Don't look at it too closely. It's like um, really trying to break down like time travel movies too. And you're oh, kind of yeah, no, like, no. Ah, this is really, you yeah. just kind of gotta let it go. And again, how does the I don't, know, inception i don't make the shit just, yeah, yeah. Tenet. and like i still haven't watched that oh dude, um, that's awesome i know um but again was it in was it mostly an enjoyable couple hours yeah absolutely yeah. and i think for the, um, the majority of people watching it who are going to go in and watch this at the surface level it's a cool superhero movie they make a hero into a villain, which is cool to see. And they let Sam Raimi cook and like Disney and Marvel let, let him cook and do the horror thing, which so, so that was one of my favorite parts actually is that they leaned into that. So when strange and Christine and multiverse skipping America are running away and you see Wanda sort of like in the sewers and she looks all yeah. Oh, that was a great kind scene. of like the ring and her eyes are glowing. She's got blood everywhere. I was like that. That's awesome. We haven't seen that uh, in a, in an MCU movie before. So I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I agree. Um, and I was super excited going into this um, because 
like they were saying that this was going to be a like a straight horror movie mm-hmm. and i'm pretty sure there was a writer who quit because he turned in a draft yeah and they were like this is way too fucking dark you can't do this <laughs> like i know he said he could do a horror movie but yeah and i think he like the original the original plan was to have nightmare as the like big bad mm. um that marvel comics villain like that was the original plan um but and they like, just said, can't, like, you can't you can't go that far you can't you can't do this and so he backed out and so this was like a rewrite and then they but they still let sam raimi do sam raimi things i will say bruce campbell was just a fucking delicious cameo thank you so much for giving me army of darkness punching himself in the face for three weeks right um and then the post credit stinger of him saying it's over after he stopped punching himself fucking so awesome i mean those Those post credit sequence are so lame compared to the ogs where it was like holy fuck we're getting a thor movie or like oh oh my god God, is that avengers (laughs) yeah um this is more akin to the shawarma scene yeah just Um, quiet yeah but man did it make me laugh and i was just like oh my god it's fucking bruce campbell yeah um but yeah i just i wish it was darker you know what i mean i was just kind of like yeah well if you're gonna gonna go for it go for it and i mean you've read like you've read a lot of the strange comics and even like the, the more recent um, strange run where they really lean into the multiverse and the monsters and the extra planar, all of that. So I could see you really having wanted a lot more of that. A side note, I recently have been emailing back and forth with uh, Chris Pachalo. Oh, really? The artist on, yeah. On that strange run that I really loved. Just that was Jason. Right. was that a, I believe I, I believe it was Jason Aaron. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna Google it, but yeah, um, Jason Aaron Strange. Let's see if I get a cover. Yes, it was. Yeah, okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, so Jason Aaron's run with uh, yeah, Chris Pachalo. So I I, would, I was emailing back and forth with him, just being like, you got any yeah, OG pages? pages or concept like, or something? He's got a concept. He does have a concept drawing on his site that I'm eyeballing okay. um he said he does have some pages but it's the ones that he kept so oh, he's like yeah i'll sell them but yeah it's probably gonna cost you since they're the ones i like and i was yeah. just like i don't want to do that <laughs> no, no. um like there are there's there's pages available out there on through art dealers and stuff i just if i'm gonna buy something like that i prefer just going straight to the artist so that yeah you're getting the money as yeah. opposed to a it's your work uh, another guy yeah yeah um but anyway um but yes for those who haven't, if you really want a cool Doctor Strange comic book to read, go pick up the Jason Aaron and uh, Chris Pachala run because it's awesome. This episode is brought to you by the Murdoch Podcast Network. That's right. We have a little podcast network going and it's growing. You should probably go and check out some of the other shows that we have on the little network like Orbax and Pepper do a podcast or Orbax and Pepper do science or Influential Barbecue or the Just Haunted House Things podcast. There's lots of cool stuff that we've got going. If you go and you check the description of this podcast, you're going to find links to check out all of those shows. And so, okay, so here's here's another question. <clears throat> so it's kind of like it's going back to like the TV shows, right? Like I think this is this is like one of the first films where they've really gone back and like tied in TV shows. Because not only do we get 
like the WandaVision callbacks. But was that Strange Supreme from the What If? It certainly looked like it was Strange Supreme. Because if that's, that was that's Strange ex- Supreme... That's exactly what I thought. He, he fucking dusted that guy real quick. Sure. Oh, after yeah. he... After he ate and consumed everything and be it like was more power. Wasn't he more powerful than like the watcher in what if, or was like, broke through. like I got to rewatch what if, because yeah. like, I'm pretty sure at the end he like, he could see the watcher. Yeah. And like had conversations with him. And I was like, if that's the case. And that was the symphony duel, right? Six one, six one, six strange. Shouldn't be Dustin. 838 strange supreme or whatever yeah whatever one that, that was he on. wouldn't be 838 uh, he shouldn't be destined strange supreme so quick yeah and that was the symphony fight which yeah. looked cool I, everyone was I talking f- about how that was their favorite scene and fucking hated the audio cues in that <laughs> i of course I, you did like, sound, I thought, engi- sound engineer <laughs> it's just like I again I thought it look, looked cool and the concept was cool of like there's a piece of music you can lift the notes off of it and use them like ninja stars like that was really cool but then when it would hit and do like Beethoven's fifth yeah I was kind of like all right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay that's what we're really gonna do a minor chord hit you yes <laughs> like, and that was more powerful uh, yeah. fuck uh, but visually, a cool concept, cool idea. Yeah. I'm behind it in concept. I think something like that would be cooler in a comic book. I think, yeah, I think so. Than in a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, following on your mention of the TV tie-ins, I've, right. got a, I've got a question. How are multiversal incursions different than timeline variants that we learned oh, about in Loki? Can can you do do we know is like because i always Hmm. thought that the timeline variance where was like at a crucial point where a split happened and that's what the multiverse is all about is about every choice that anyone can ever make has an infinite number of possibilities and those all exist and that's what the multiverse is so are the timeline variants just multiversal travelers that make their That's way to 616? That is a very, very good question. Oh. Maybe they're the same thing. It would have been really awesome if the, Loki had. Oh, shit. Not Loki, but what was that organization called? The Authority? What was it? Uh, the, t- the Time Cops? The T- TMV? <laughs> TMV? TM. Ta- Hold on. I was literally TM just something. I was literally yeah. just looking that at been this. TSA? No. Oh. Uh, <laughs> it would have been really cool if uh, if they had showed up in this movie. And they time Loki. The Time Variance Authority. The TVA. 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 There we go. Yeah. That would have been awesome if uh, that's, there was some TVA action. In yeah. Because I was thinking about question. that. Because... I'm still not really clear on how incursions happen. And right. and I know that this is uh was that a secret wars thing 
where all the universes like that was that big event right and all the secret invasion secret invasion what was it like i thought one of the big resets of the marvel universe was that all the universes were colliding so you were getting like oh wolverine from this one and and whomever right and i think well i know that secret invasion which is coming coming yeah but that's like the next one of the next big things and i know like the whole thing with that is and we've seen a little bit of those scrolls mm-hmm. you know around and that was their big reset was just like no this person didn't die yeah that was a that was a scroll that was a scroll that died the real the real tony stark was in a space prison yeah <laughs> and the one that we that you saw die in at the end of Endgame yeah. was, was a scroll. Was a scroll hero. You're welcome. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that I mean, and again, I'm not saying that's where they're going with the movies, but that's what they did in the comics. Was yeah. that was their big reset? Which, by the way, Secret Invasion, dope. fucking fantastic. Oh, it's Mar- so dope. Mark Millar, <laughs> it's so dope. Um, amazing. So yep. Um, but yeah. No, okay. I don't. I don't really know. I don't have an answer for you. I feel like. I've all, so I only watched the movie once and they that was one of the exposition pieces that the Illuminati was giving right was talking about these yeah. incursions and it's like they had to kill strange in their universe uh, because a cool scene oh I will say yeah that I mean we're talking about our favorite scene Illuminati scenes. was pretty red the Illuminati was awesome um I didn't like how quickly Wanda absolutely handed all of them their asses again Um, really cool scene but if these are the smartest people in earth 838 and you know who she is they sort of were like ah yeah yeah don't don't worry about wanda it's only wanda and it was like the six of you killed thanos i mean like (laughs) mostly was strange like i mean fuck me it took everybody yeah everybody yeah. <laughs> to take down Thanos in, in the in the main one. Yeah. But this is just like, nah, the six of us got it. Yeah, we oh, got and it. Wanda came and just absolutely dusted all of you. Uh-huh. However. Yeah, what was Black Bolt waiting for? Can, can, oh, can, for real. Can you, can you explain why they didn't just be like, hey, can you just oh, go wait. out there? Don't try and talk. Just just go. Just go smash her. Uh, how cool was it? I mean, so this came out prior to Kenobi, but I watched it after Kenobi. Yeah pretty awesome seeing reva again <laughs> yes it was <laughs> that that was pretty hilarious that i was yeah. like oh shit it's moses ingram yeah um like my wife was saying that too she's like isn't that reva i was like oh damn that's awesome <laughs> yes it is and that's awesome pretty cool yeah um i cool. love um i really hope john krasinski stays as mr fantastic i i think he's good casting i, I think a lot of people are aren't down with it they don't think that he's he can play a dick as much like reed richards is a bit of an asshole oh, he's, like he's got that tony stark i'm smarter than everybody yeah i'm always the smartest guy in the room yeah yeah um yeah so there's a lot of people who are like during their dream casting of the fantastic four and yeah and if you're wanting to i th- i think someone who i haven't heard much talk about i think john ham would pull that off very well oh he's got that that con Don draper yeah baby. he's got that condescending get the fuck out of here oh yeah 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 and he's a handsome man yep you know 
Um, and there's course, a lot to talk to about how hilarious would it be if Emily Blunt played? Oh, oh, hey, Mrs. Fantastic. That's actually with not Krasinski. That's not bad. Just get the married couple in there. There you go. Yeah. Um, I I be behind that. Yeah. I mean, Pat, I think and it was seeing the, it was Patrick the, Stewart come out was oh, just was fantastic. Amazing. Yeah, it's great. I mean, we knew it was coming because of the his his yeah. voice in the trailer. Yeah. But uh, still great still, to see. God bless that man. Um. Yeah, that was really dope. Um, some of the ringer verse they were doing their like dream casting of the Fantastic Four, and one of them brought up Dev Patel as Reed Richards, and oh. I kind of love it. They were all like, "Ooh, I dig that," and I was like, "I actually really like that too." That's not bad. Yeah, I didn't dig the movie, but he was fucking great in the Green Knight. Oh, <laughs> that movie was boring. Um. And again, I understand it's a fucking Arthurian legend and it's high fantasy, blah, blah, blah. Gorgeous movie. Looked fantastic. Boring. Yeah. Fucking boring. But he was great. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, way off topic on that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. The Illuminati was great. Um, Mordo looked atrocious. His hair was real bad. Um, Yeah. That was a weird choice. Just make him bald. What did you? Oh, man. I don't know. Bad dreads. But. Uh, really cool. Captain Carter and kind of kind of fun. Captain Carter, oh, like another See, another yeah, tie like in. All these like little these yeah. little what if tie ins were friggin' great. Um, her her in a jetpack was weird though. Yeah, like why give her a jetpack? I, I that was anyway. I don't know. So that she could There's choices. Well, it's just so that she could not be stuck on the ground like Steve always was, and because <sighs> Wanda's flying. That's why, because it makes a yeah, better guess. visual fight. I guess. Bummed we didn't get Namor. Yeah, they, in the in the Illuminati, like they're just they're oh they're just like we're not doing round. It. They're just like we're not doing we're not, it. We saw what Aquaman did, and we're just <sighs> we're not making a water movie. <laughs> Come on, like, just bring him into one of these. You I, don't I have know. to do like you don't, you have, don't to, have to do a full thing. Ah, but eventually you will. <laughs> I know they'll eventually have to, especially to get someone cool to do it. Oh, There's just gonna everyone's gonna want it. That's just it. But and anyway, yeah. all right. So well, more? Do you get more? Do you want? Well, say? I was just gonna say my last thing with uh, with the multiverse is we are. I think the MCU on the movie side has now finally gotten to the place where everyone can just be comic book dead, right? Like just mm. no one's ever dead. Mm-hmm. No one's off the table. Mm-hmm. We can get Black Widow back now, right? Absolutely. Because America can, you know, strange says, oh my gosh, the perfect person for this mission. We, we need, we need the black widow and America's like, okay, cool. Like I'll just hop over, hop back over to eight, three, eight, because she wasn't needed to get the stone in that one. Cause the Illuminati took care of it. So she's still there. I'll go get her, bring her back. Right. So like everyone's just back on the table interesting I, I guess that's an interesting concept kind of makes the stakes i mean kang better be mm. goddamn powerful to be able to counter that all that mm-hmm. um well and that's where she is well and that's where the incursion thing because like the stakes are big because he can just end like right end a timeline and i was like all right and yeah. this universe is just gone now but yeah it, and Speaking of the stakes, did this movie feel too small? Yes. For being the multiverse of madness? 
100%. Okay. It left me feeling a little bit, and talk about crossover here, a little bit like the Book of Boba Fett. Right. Where I was just left wanting more. And I, and I thought with the multiverse opening up, we would get like crazy amounts of crossing over or, but it was just, it was all, it all seemed like one direction, right? It was like strange jumping through and not anything else coming back. There was bigger multiverse stakes in Spider-Man. Yes. That there was in this. Yes. Which that was the movie to introduce this concept. Right. And it had way bigger multiverse stakes with people from multiple realities coming into this yeah. one now as okay, opposed so, to them jumping. So let's talk about this now because originally strange was supposed to come out before no way home. Right. Is that true? Yeah. And okay. then the rewrites and switching around and then it got, that then these two got flipped. I think that like it was supposed to be multiverse of madness and then no right. way home. And would that have made more sense with the stakes being higher in no way yes. home with that would, that the incursions coming in? That would have made more sense with this introducing it and then having a bigger, yeah, like bigger issues and stuff like that. But was strange sorcerer supreme in no way home? Um, I think because Wong is yeah, here. Wong is here. This is the this is the timeline thing, right? Because at the end of Shang Chi, that's when we found out that Wong was the Sorcerer yeah. Supreme. Yeah. So when was No Way Home? I mean, it was after. So I guess time, he's not timeline wise compared to Shang Chi, like all that stuff. Yeah. I after, I I think it's all after. So he wouldn't Maybe he have wasn't, been. And I I'm don't, just misremembering. Yeah, I don't think he was. But was Doctor Strange the love sorcerer? Sorry, love unnamed search engine that supreme <laughs> in no way home. Let's see, Google. Uh. It's a quick throwaway line in No Way Home, but the topic of the mystic title came up when Peter visited Strange. Okay. Oh, so yes, he mentioned that he wasn't. Okay, there you go. There you go. Okay, good. And I think that's right. I think he says, I need the help of the Sorcerer Supreme. And I think he said, well, that's, I'm no longer. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Asked and answered. Thanks, internet. Beautiful. You did it again. You did it again. Um, One last, one last thing. And then I've got something to wrap up on. Okay. Well, Thoughts on Charlize as Clea? I don't care what she does. I'm watching. That's where I'm with touch with Charlize. I mean, she's fantastic. Yeah. Um, here's my issue. Mm-hmm. Not, a, not an issue. And this just could be me picking nits. She sure looked like Sindel from Mortal Kombat too. Yeah. And like that costume was basically Sindel. And I was like, oh, well, hmm. I immediately got, uh, hella vibes. Oh yeah, I mean that too. Right away. Yeah, yeah. It's so funny because we were watching it, and then my wife was like, "Oh my god, is that Charlize?" And in my brain went, "Um, uh, Kate Blanchett when she said Charlize." 
And I was like, well, no, she played Hella. They wouldn't have done that. And then I was like, no, wait, different actress, wait, no. different actress altogether. Um, but yeah, I just eh. So also, I'm a, I'm on board. So yeah, and so yeah, the, so this was in the the post credit stinger, and how much time are we supposed to think has passed? Mm. Because he's just gotten over Christine, like in his timeline. He's just sort of gotten over her. He fixed the watch, which I guess is a, you know, therapeutic processing of all thing. And now he's, I, I mean, I guess he's not necessarily married to Clea already, but no. she's but I mean, there. Spoiler alert, folks. They <laughs> become a love interest later on. And yeah. like in the comic books. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could, you could say like, because of the conversation where he says like, you know, he 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 figures out and understands that in every in every universe or in every timeline whatever you want to call it he does love her but it never works yeah so it could just be yeah he accepts it i'm sure the next one will start and he'll start murdering people because he can't be with christine because yeah. Yeah, no, character that, growth means fuck all apparently yeah no it's, that makes the most sense <laughs> i'm not mad about it <laughs> also God Isn't the it. whole point of the multiverse that every possibility exists? Yeah, that's true. Come on now. That's true. Oh, one last thing. Because in wanted, one universe, uh, Christine say... and, the, and uh, the Hulk are a thing. Right in front of Strange. Oh, yeah, that's right. You know, come on now. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> the one thing I, I, I did want to say, too, is I was very happy that Zombie Strange was a practical makeup yeah and not just cgi however there was like two scenes that i was kind of like that's a rubber mask <laughs> yeah. um but i'm still happy that they did it yeah i'm, I'm glad and, that benedict and again, leaned into it and it was fun and campy yeah. and exactly what zombies should be yeah and there's another what if yeah uh tie-in too is marvel zombies get that too so uh I love that. I did like that part. That part, that part was great. Um, if they could have thrown cool. in like bro Thanos being like, no, but like, seriously, like yeah. it could work. <laughs> party. Yeah. Party <laughs> Thor. And yeah, yeah, that was, that was, I think the best part of what if was Thanos just, and everyone being like, Oh God, here he goes here again. Goes again. <laughs> That's so funny. All righty. Well, that's going to be it for us. Oh, sorry. The one last thing I wanted to do. Um, Remember when you said we weren't going to talk for an hour? I know. We're at an we hour. We did it again. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Fuck. Sorry. <laughs> um, I want to, I want to, I want to rank the MCU phase four movies. Okay. Like, where does this slot in? How are you feeling overall with phase four and how it's been? So just to remind everybody of what phase four in the MCU is, uh, Black Widow, Shang-Chi, Eternals, Spider-Man, No Way Home, and Doctor Strange. Okay. We're not going to count the TV shows in that. We'll just do the movies. Okay. Now, both of us need to put a will not rank Yep. the, the Eternals because A, I haven't watched it yet. And B, I started watching it, turned it off because I wasn't really digging it and haven't felt the need to go back. So it cool. gets in, so incomplete for me so it'll go last because i haven't felt the need the DMP. to yeah yeah it's a players or coaches <laughs> coach's choice coach's decision yeah. yeah 
So it's it's automatically last on both of our lists. So yeah. we'll rank the other the other four then. Yeah. Um do you want me to go first since Well, so I have two very distinct tiers. Cuz yeah. Shang-Chi and Spider-Man are well ahead of, of the other Strange two. and Black Widow. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um I think I mean, I guess I would put Spider-Man first because I feel like the stakes were higher, but I also feel like I enjoyed watching Shang-Chi more. <laughs> I am the exact same, okay. but I'm putting Shang-Chi. I'm putting Shang-Chi first. Yeah. Was there stupid, was like Aquafina fucking shooting a dragon with an arrow on her first day of ever picking up a bow and arrow stupid? Yeah. Is it weird that he just abandoned his sister for 15 years? yeah <laughs> was that movie awesome tons of fun <laughs> fuck yeah yeah so fun i cannot wait for more simu and i hope that he assumes the like yeah the captain america role and like runs the fucking avengers and is like the main guy oh he was so good he's so good yeah. good old canadian boy too yeah. i love it uh so yeah that was my I, I that's my favorite and then i think i have to put spider-man i mean i would definitely put spider-man second yeah and i am so torn because was black widow a great movie no i didn't have the problems i didn't come out of that one being like you guys fucked up that character so bad yeah i didn't i didn't have that i came out of it being like yeah okay it was a spy movie also, it wasn't great, but what it did do was it introduced Yelena, who is like the fucking greatest. Oh, I, I'm so, I'm so thirsty for more Yelena in the MCU. Oh, I just want a buddy, a yes. lethal weapon, but with Kate Bishop and Yelena. Yes. Give me five of those movies. Yeah. Just make incredible. Yeah. Just make that a, at like the new Netflix or the, Netflix, the new Disney plus streaming series is just the two of them. Hell yeah. Just six episodes yeah. every December. I, I want the, I I'm just in. want the two of them just doing whatever. Totally in. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think they're going to eventually run. That'll be like the West coast Avengers, right? The young, young Bishop Avengers, young Avengers. I think they have, it's true. Maybe the young Avengers. Yeah. I can't remember if Kate Bishop ends up going young. I think it's young. I think it's, I think coast. it's young. I think Hawkeye's but... West coast. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I, I, and also, I, I have to put Doctor Strange last oof. in this group of four. Does, is part of that because in the Black Widow movie, you at least felt like Black Widow was the most intriguing character? And in Strange, yeah. it was Wanda? I mean, uh, maybe. I just, I, I don't think I, I just, from my recollection, maybe I'll watch Black Widow. I need to rewatch it one more time. I need to rewatch Black Widow because it was a it was a once a once through for me and yeah yeah. But I remember coming out of that movie just being like that was fun. That was a very entertaining ninety minutes. Yeah, that was a fun shoot 'em up. Yeah, it was like Ant Man. So I didn't go in expecting Ant Man to be great, and I left being like that was a lot of fun. Yeah, and it's Ant Man. Ant Man two. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ant Man Two is pretty rough. It's 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 fine. Quantum Realm. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, we needed that. We couldn't. <laughs> that could, that could have been a future that, episode. That could have been a post-credit scene, though, in some in some other movie. Just like, oh, the quantum realm. <laughs> yeah, this will save us later. A, another MCU roundup sometime, and like we'll actually sit down and maybe let's rank all of the MCU movies. Oh God, it will be tough, but. I mean, that'd be that'd be a fun exercise. Yeah, we'll be really picking nits at the top. Hundred percent. Winter Soldier still there for you? Uh no, I think Infinity War is Infinity, still. Infinity War took it, took over. I think I think it's I like it's that one more be. than Endgame. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking incredible. Um, cool. Well, right. there we go. Crest the hour mark. <laughs> Good for us. Good for us. Um. <laughs> Real quick, another shout out the Mo Whiskey Society. Great job, lads. This Matt, yeah. Sean, Brent, Daryl. Uh, this whiskey's awesome. The unnamed Orkney one is awesome, and I'm very excited to try that story show. Yeah. So, and we'll do yeah, like I, like you were saying earlier, we'll do a full um, yeah, and we'll do that video, and we'll get that up on our YouTube as well, yeah. and we'll dive, we'll heavily dive into. Uh, this awesome uh, Daluane, the uh, the High the Orkney Distillery, and the uh, and the Boone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's uh, gonna be a fun time. So make sure you're checking us out. Go subscribe to our YouTube channel. Subscribe to this podcast. Share this with a friend. That would be cool. Um, rate we'll and probably review. be back. Rate review all that fun stuff. We'll probably. Uh, we got a bunch of stuff, other stuff we need to talk about as well, i.e. the Lord of the Rings trailer that just dropped, uh, the Paper Girls trailer oh, that dropped. Paper Girls And trailer. by the way, it's San Diego Comic-Con this week, so a bunch of shit's going to yeah. drop. So maybe next week we just do a full-blown comic, Comic-Con recap, and we can just see what happens this weekend, see yeah. what stuff comes out, and then we just kind of do a little roundup. Yeah, talk about trailers. Um, the that Ahsoka trailer that was Star Wars Celebration. Apparently, it might get the actual full release. Oh, is that going to be a Comic-Con release? That's, that would be that's what I'm though. wondering. Oh, fuck. I hope so. Uh, shit. Now mm. I'm excited. Uh, well, yep. there we go. All right. Um, and we are still working on a special collectors. Yep. Episode. Yeah, we're making trying to find guests yeah, for that. Yeah, making, uh, making some calls. Some strides are being made. Yeah, trying to trying to get some guests in who can talk about the the world of collecting, whether that is whiskey, movie collectibles, comic art, all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. So working on that. Um, but thanks, folks. Really appreciate this. Make sure you're checking us out on instagram at the whiskey geeks whiskey has an e in it uh and uh, i don't know anything else you want to say alex honest if you have any questions please fire them along whether that's on the social medias or at our email which is thewhiskeygeeks at gmail.com we would be happy to uh, reach back out chat and yeah do uh, answer questions on the pod if we get some good ones so yeah heck yeah cool well All right, folks, thanks so much uh, for checking us out for the Whiskey Geeks. My name is Tim. And I'm Alex. And remember, Scotch and Stories, they belong together. Cheers. Do you like haunted attractions and Halloween things? Do you like behind-the-scenes stories? Do you like listening to two girls go off on random, meandering tangents? Well, we've got the podcast for you. 
I'm Courtney. And I'm Brianne. And you can hear all those things on the Just Just Haunted House House Things Things podcast. podcast.